0: Jews
1: in the house? Oh, we are in control now. Ding dong. Hello? Yes, your law, that's right, infidels. Rise and praise to one of the greatest leaders of all time. General Adnan al commanding the armies of Saddam, turning Sergeant Slaughter, and training Hacker Hameen.
0: So rise and praise as we light like
1: a fuse, only four days away. Yallah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man overdid it on that one whoo we're back in the studio you guys what's good to see here i see the chat room filling up live ben i mean youtube channel twitch.tv slash homie media we had a good time i guess yeah always a good time hanging out do the watch along last night but uh man the show was uh i'm sure we worked hard but it was like pulling teeth like very little flow and um you know i don't know what that says about uh the morale backstage or just where the focus is. But uh, obviously the big talk is nothing of what's really going on on camera. It never really is in our circle anyway. Right. Everybody wants the juicy gossip and uh, everything that's the fallout from the CM Punk uh, being released situation. And uh, you know, more he said, she said, and uh, rumors that there's going to be some bombshell, uh, you know, punk statement where he, he exposes dirt or whatever and you know why would you do that for free <laughs> when people would pay good money for it and then uh cornet doing what cornet does you know and uh <laughs> getting into a little bit of hot water from it that drew out some other people in the aew locker room instead of just no selling which they should just be no selling everything because as soon as you stick your head up it's going to be whack-a-mole you know so but that's what uh the cult of cornet does i guess so uh it, it's always uh what what's coming next just give them 24 hour news cycle uh one day to refresh itself and uh, somebody's going to do something stupid to make you forget about the day before so it's compounding interest it seems at this point but uh we'll you'll we'll take a look at it uh i did have a co-host reach out we'll see if he limps in or not here uh hopefully uh we will but i see the chat keeps filling up appreciate you guys all the bear cats in the house i think we ended on seven belts last night i took 10 after uh near record 15 last week uh but seven was the magic number last night bro hug wise i don't know if we had bro hugs we had a lot of dissension uh in the ranks last night even strange with Sex gods which just got back together last week already having shoes backstage so very strange very strange they're asking where rbv is he's probably at the racetrack doing his thing there so i went live with uh some professional uh hot rodders yesterday on uh on his show that he's doing for them so busy man uh, and you know he's always around in the chat and he's always uh hanging out in the uh i mean media discussion group Hope. So make sure you guys are signed up over there and uh, drop a line. I know he wishes he could be here more and uh, so do we, but uh, he's, he's parlayed into something great over there. So, you know, if that's, what's making his money. I can't uh, begrudge the man, you know? So, but always, always an open door. It doesn't matter if it's, uh, you know, RBV, Jargo. We love having everybody uh, come and go and uh, doing what they can here to help add to it. I, a lot of great feedback from the Monday locker room on Labor Day just a jump in there with Johnny Publix and uh, Von Lylas and the vet and myself four man booth. It was a good time. A lot of great feedback, a lot of great feedback to master shoot theater this week where we didn't even improvise. So I guess take it away from them, but we uh, covered in depth uh, kind of the CM punk drama that has unfolded the last two weeks up to this point, I guess the last two years, really. Um, with Vince and I, while Stevie was uh, away on assignment, so uh, good, great shows this week, and uh, I've just been in cannabis mindset. Is in the next week, you'll probably see my hair go, or uh, to say not my hair, but my beard turn completely gray from uh, stress of uh, of dealing with everything that way until we get to the end of the month, uh, where I get a little vacation myself. So looking forward to that, and uh, thank you guys for subscribing as always. On channelattitude.com or hanging out here with the super stickers, the bit cheers, whatever you guys do to help support. uh, So I can help try and push a little something to the guys who are doing killer work, man. Kaz had some huge clips this week. We had stuff shared by Dustin Runnels, Mimicky James, you know, uh, a lot of likes from WWE talent where we're trying to, you know, be constructive, be honest, be real without, you know, uh, trying to tear everything down all the time, <laughs> you know, and uh, it, it was good to see some people. Like I, I tell the staff, everybody sees everything, you know, so we got to be mindful of what we're putting out there. And I try to do a better job of that in my analysis, but I'm a carny asshole like everybody else and can get worked up over some phony middle school wrestling, you know, so, but so can you guys, that's why you're here. So <laughs> heat's on all of us, but big shout to Kaz, big shout out to big Ray. And the vet doing uh superb work on all shows and helping with uploads and social media, and William Alicia and Ellingsworth and everybody, man DJ Mass Effects, uh, Let's Go Brandon, and uh, you know, everybody who's uh trying to help but uh, just keep everything going community wise. It seems to be paying off, numbers keep growing and growing and growing. And uh, can you hear me. Grow. yeah, I can hear you now. Let's pal. try this. <laughs> Yeah, I can hear you, and you look great. And the person, the other person they want to see, is in the house, man, with the setup, no technical staff. Who's back from the billiard ballroom? It's the ballroom blitzer himself, Brent Taring, aka Timmy Baltimore. How's it going? Gosh? Oh, shut up. Oh, K everybody, K Uh He sounded good. He looked good, and uh, maybe he'll come back. So <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what he did there. Uh, but, yeah, man, uh, no Kelsey tonight for the game. I, I'm going to have to rework one of my bets because I got him in a parlay to score at least one touchdown. So uh, we'll see how that goes for us. Uh, NFL season starting. I feel like that Chiefs game is uh, some easy money on a couple a couple of bets there if you want to put some parlays together. So I'm sure Timmy B will be right back. Uh, he just hooked up a new Bluetooth or uh blue microphone, so I know he's messing with that, so. I'll drop him out real quick here. When he shows back up, we'll bring him back in. Um, y'all yeah, well, man. So let's get to the sheets real quick. Um, yeah, I'm gonna save that for when Timmy comes right back in. But uh interesting. Eric Bischoff speaking on the podcast. Well, go back to go back to the Cornette point, I guess. So Cornette is uh like when it mega the you know she's kind of tony's right hand brain trust you know and it insulates him from a lot of bullshit knows where a lot of bodies are probably buried right and uh you know uh rumor has it that she she parties down to right and uh i and it seemed like some thing punk was gonna say or stooge that way has been stooged to cornet to ignite that fire and i have it on Pretty reliable authority, not authority, 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 I don't want to say authority, stooge report that those Iggies are coming direct from Punk to Cornette to put that stuff out there, the same way as it was when he did it with FTR before they closed shop on their podcast. So interesting. And then you see some response to that uh, this week online as well. So, um, <coughs> we'll see if he backtracks, but going after a lawyer is an interesting, uh, uh, dangerous thing. I, I would have Stephen P New uh, on standby before I made that move if I was him. But, uh, uh, interesting that some of that stooge is getting out there. We're obviously talking about uh Cornette shoot here, Timmy B and, uh, the word I have stooge pour is it's mm-hmm. coming right from punk to Cornette to go out the airwaves that way. And that, that there's, that, <laughs> so so very interesting and that there's also he's gonna lay down a pipe bomb and expose them all and that i've heard people backstage are pretty shook when it comes to like what he might say especially if he's captain straight edge and the jacksonville party scenes got it going down like it's the fucking memphis territory in 82 you know like uh uh well it, it it could be interesting but then i say why would you give that away just as a fuck you when you could go make a lot of money off of it uh you know showing up on raw and i think it was a huge not mistake but there's a slight window you know i had this conversation with russo about who gives a shit about getting sued by Tony kind of you got night you're they're about to sign in five days uh on the deal and get 9.3 billion dollars they could have had him show up get fired Friday show up Saturday or Monday cut the promo out of nowhere place would have gone nuts or just say I'll be cutting the promo here on this date right like just have him walk out like Take the lawsuit. What do you, you can tie it up in litigation for years. And even if it costs you $20 million to a hundred million, you're going to make that on interest on 9.3 billion, like it's nothing. So, and you're going to have uh, really just a, a crushing blow to your competition.
0: Yeah. I, I think we're, we're also making the assumptions and a lot of what we do has to be based on assumption, right? Because yeah. we we make educated guesses based on. Uh, I got some experience. good stooge
1: report. I, I got a,
0: <laughs> and based on stooge reports, but also based on our experience and knowing these yeah. people, and yeah. Oh, yeah. um, I, I mean it's not, it's not beyond the uh uh, reason of doubt that, number one. They, they may not. Want that vibe in the locker room, even though business always comes first. If you have a a locker room that's being uh that's off kilter or morale's down, that will that sure uh, most certainly can affect business. Uh, and also, we're assuming that like, I mean, I know he showed up. Here's what I'm thinking how much of what punk did between. Uh, his media scrum and re uh uh debuting with aew when he was stopping by impact stopping by raw how much of that was posturing and how much of that was genuine interest
1: um
0: you know what i mean genuine interest um in the sense that was he actually like hey man i i want to come and i want to make money here and this is the place to do it and i can round out my career here and let's Let's bury the hatchet. Was he laying down the groundwork for the inevitable because he saw this coming? Or right. was it just a, a thing to get uh, a maneuver, a political maneuver to get Tony to wake up? Um, I don't know. That's That's all depending on if Punk is playing the long game or the short game there.
1: Uh, yeah i don't think that I, it, what was best intentions at one time might have been fooling himself just to be like hey i can do shows in my backyard couple big paydays all that right and reignite right. and get the merch money and no doubt that's smart biz but um when it comes to having to just be in power, get tested and like, know that you got that coming in you just got to be able to be mindful of it, but instead sold every step of the way, the wrong way for guys. He should be way more savvy then, <laughs> you know, to, to, to get to that point.
0: And it speaks to his state of mind and it speaks yeah. to uh, his, his personality of, um, of what, who he is and what he was going through. And, you know, a lot of, the rumor mill and things that he could shine a light on uh it's I think I think there's I think there would be a it would be wise um for the the I don't think he try to do too much damage I don't know maybe not to the talent but there could be you know there's a lot of moving parts there in AEW yeah
1: and a lot of
0: wow. from the industry right
1: yeah, that, well, we could have used some movement in this this show last night because it dragged, bro. It was rough, and it, I don't say it when I opened. Is that the morale backstage? And we're just not even focused on the show because there's so much. We did 82,000, and last night I think they sold 3,000 tickets for that show over. So, it's, how do you like that, that fall off and then collision numbers? Um. I think we're down third to thirty-seven percent. And again, they're up against College football board. and uh, WWE payback. And but that goes like who didn't have the foresight to say this is what we're gonna be up against in three months. Do we really want to put this show here as a way to get a billion dollars from Warner Brothers? That shows to me that the Warner Brothers executives aren't thinking or their people aren't giving them good information either right. on, on why as as well you know? So of course you're going to take the billion, but now <laughs> it's almost like a get out of jail free card for punk. Cause I've outlined this. Cause I knew that these ratings were going to take a beat no matter what, forget the punk stuff that was going to be the other way that the elite or whoever goes, see, he's not a draw. Look how much that show has dropped. And it really is about bad placement, bad timing, instead of having your locker room in order. First of all, or doing what Stevie has suggested, putting it on at 7.30 on uh, Monday, going to 8.30 and telling people to tune in to football to try and draw down raw and That's, use it as a, as a weapon.
0: I mean, at this point you got to go to war cause you're, 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 you're bleeding out.
1: Yeah. You know, well, A-W- I mean, what three? other moves do they have any, even anymore? Uh, but uh, this was a new low for collision uh, in, in all metrics and even Meltzer buried it, like put it up and he goes, but this is bad. This is real bad, dude. And this is what? This isn't even three months in on this show, right? That's
0: that's the point. You you say maybe somebody at TNT or Warner was given bad information, no information. Maybe they were brought, like, this is CM Punk. This is a guy. Look at what the numbers he do- yeah. he's done for AEW. Look at the numbers he did in WWE. This is a guy that was gone for seven years. We brought him back huge uh anticipation this was the card to play but they left out the part about the unpredictability the irritability the the, The the, cobra Cobra
1: Cobra
0: (laughs) hey i need to straighten something out here member of cobra kai there what cobra kai was at halloween night it was one night
1: yeah but it was still (laughs) the click
0: Okay, fair enough. But like he, name, he him. Uh, name
1: Name all of Cobra Kai right now.
0: I, I can't, I've been vowed to secrecy, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I know there was
0: I know Deuce, Deuce Deuce was in there with the crockpot at one point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to the party the in the Cobra Kai gear to like, you know, uh uh basically like bum rush the the Halloween party at Al's and uh Deuce is walking in with a crockpot pot. Yeah. <laughs> You can't do that, Deuce. Do some, do some, Deuce Mm -hmm. Domino. Anyway, um, but I, I think, you know, a lot of this is it's so the waters are so muddy between like a sense of duty of um, what the hell just happened? Sorry, Uh, a sense of duty and of Punk going, well, I have this contract. Do I honor it? Uh, I, you know, what whatever the case may be. Also, making a lot of money, but. Then again, in the back of his head, he had to know. This may have been doomed from the start,
1: right? Very and, well could have been, yeah.
0: And yeah. Um, I, the fact that he didn't play it cooler with guys who, like Jack Perry, thinking it's okay to do that is yeah just
1: sell for him you have him you got him right there like why would you want to get into it right before your match at gorilla you know you got him by the balls to, to cut his throat silently and instead you're about to make a, 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 a move that's based off of instant emotion
0: haven't we seen a lot of this this impulsivity like nobody's moving like a uh, uh, triple h yeah smart uh deliberate you know, uh, rash decisions probably aren't even in his playbook. And, mm. and 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 what we've seen in AEW is, hey, uh, Punk at a media media scrum talks uh, trash about the EVPs and and the talent that are also office. And what do they do? They barge into the uh, the locker room looking for a fight, uh, and they got one. Um, <clears throat> so that's not very becoming of an EVP um a no. mid mid card guy young guy rookie for all intents and purposes thinks it's okay to mouth off not only um to a top guy but in a way that exposes the business uh it, i mean what you know it's exposed but you still don't have to kick it while it's down and and punk engages physically and the fact that that happened is not very oh, i think punk, he's got, i think he's guy. got a
1: chip I think he's got a chip on his shoulder because he got his his ass handed to him twice. So like, that's all, you know, is in part of the psyche uh, of it. And if he's not in Cobra Kai, I submit that he's John crease. That's that's,
0: that's very possible. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But they, you know, it's, it's a sticky situation. And I think I, I, I agree with you. There's a window here where WWE can, uh, capitalize and you know get two more years uh i mean he walked you gotta think he planned in his mind to make that amount of money whatever it was five million a year forever many years and now that's off the table okay did did
1: cody leaving have anything to do with him coming in i don't know i Hmm. don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <I don't. laughs> and that's your homework for the rest of this week is the fucking coax that out of them and say, what was the personal issue? Cause, uh, uh, inquiring I minds mean, want to was, know.
0: There was that, uh, you know, you heard about the, the rumor for when, when all in and, and AW started getting going back in 18, early 19, that, uh, there was a proposal sent to punk and it was done. So very casually, I believe, um, Look, I mean if Yeah, and that's what I'm wondering. That, like, that's...
1: could you see it? Like Cody's <laughs> trying to do a solid for him, sends it to him. Phil gets pissed that it's like over that they're trying to backdoor. Cody's like, What the fuck, dude? I'm trying to get you five million dollars. What are you getting hot about? Then call this to, and then some little shit like that riffs, and you know the deal's getting done. You're like, I don't want to deal with this, bro. And he's out. Now, this is me all yeah. hypothetical, uh, but that's what I was wondering. Uh, Francis, yeah, the- Timmy looks like an A- AI. Uh, he is the legitimate son of Max Headroom, so uh, he should be. Uh, <laughs> and they also want to know what was in the crock pot uh, on the way to Al Snow's Halloween party.
0: Uh, I, I, I think some sort of casserole from Deuce's uh, lovely wife. For, for <laughs> she, she didn't know that we were coming to wreak mayhem. Some <laughs> Deuce
1: casserole. That sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, Timmy B's back in the house you guys hey. it's like the fuse glad to be here with you thank you so much Timmy for joining glad the new mic sounds good you look great and uh they they wanted to see that quaft haircut uh, no doubt man in one of the hottest weeks we've ever seen in wrestling from tragic losses to tragic uh locker room behaviors i guess is what it comes down to what
0: yeah when was the week this hot again that was i guess it would have been when we say hot i mean just like ben,
1: benoit benoit mm-hmm.
0: yeah that'll do it that that was yeah. that that felt like an eternity
1: yeah yeah well i'd say if you're i mean that's a that's a whole nother level but it would probably be brawl out right when they when the bucks and them first and and it all went down so
0: yeah when we're talking like affecting wrestling and then you're talking about yeah you know it's it's a completely different story anyway yeah
1: um wrestling announcer says cm punk was great to everyone at cauliflower alley club when he was there uh, this past week uh Joe Dombrowski poster. He says, I have no interest, rumor, and hot takes. All I can say is that it's great to see CM Punk for the first time in 18 years of the Cauliflower Rally Club Reunion. Great to see everybody. I hope whatever he does uh, next allows him to have many more days of CAC version of punk as opposed to what's written. Yeah, man, like it's strange when it's when it's on, it's and you're and he's having a good time and there's nobody testing him. Here's the thing. Whatever, whenever he goes off, it really isn't him just picking fights and shit. It's people trying to pluck the strings and then it goes uh, not the way, you know, anybody wants it to. It costs everybody money and business. That's the issue. So if he's there just to have a good time, very easy to get along with. You know, he's not there trying to be a dickhead to everybody.
0: No, I I, I, look, both things can be true. Uh, Sam Plunk can, uh, Phil Brooks can be a, uh, A guy who's, um, you know, helped people, been a a friend to a lot of people, but Mm -hmm. also is, you know, unpredictable and doesn't always do, uh, you know, very impulsive and and sometimes uh, can be self-serving. But, you you know, you look at people's history, I try to look at what people have been through. Right. And in his mind, his truth and and a lot of it is that these, you know, he says he's never going to put a company before himself again. Uh, and I think that's you know that's that's a smart thing to do now. Um, and this you know, it, uh, Joe DeBronski. Um,
1: he yeah. announces for AAA. We work together uh, on. He's good. He's good. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, he's he's good. I love I love the announcer when announcers are almost like even the sense of an announcer getting a little bit of heat. Trust me, I know. Because yeah. we have to be very beta. We have to. We cannot. We have to. We have to. We have to
1: not JR been. lately. You've seen these JR cuts in the new Botcha Mania where he's just like, uh, that was the finish. I don't know why we're not doing that. I don't know why they're standing there punching each other in the face. Like, he, JR gives no fucks now, man.
0: If I could do that, I would. JR, can yeah, do I you know, yeah, I JR know. You know, JR can get away with that. Uh, so it's funny that, you know, at <laughs> an announcer usually doesn't want to be quoted outside of a sound bite or right. something because, uh, it's important to maintain that uh, neutrality neutrality and trustworthiness with the audience mm. and the second you start to veer one way well that could be a problem uh with with getting work and so yeah I, I, it, it
1: absolutely could I especially why. with that crew you know what i mean
0: right right and that and that he knows punk, punk could just and so um i don't think it did him uh I I don't know. In a situation where maybe, oh man, if I say this, maybe this will help me. I think you know. Normally, that would be seen right through as kind of like, oh come on, that's just
1: yeah. I just mean, the, ass, the, but
0: you got to remain neutral.
1: I mean, with the with the stuff with Mega, do you have your phone right there, like to go yeah, on Messenger? Have... Like I, the first. Well, do you have what I sent you in in chat? Yes like Uh, that's that's my that's my direct stooge report and i can't maybe the first two paragraphs but like anything past that's way too deep of a cut and liable of like what of what to say on this show uh but but uh you know if this is coming direct from punk to uh, yeah yeah like that's that, that that's irreparable damage to put that stew am Like, there. oh man,
0: my my feed is bad. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, but, but I believe
1: I believe all of it that's in there that I sent you too, and from what I've heard. And uh, you know, when you uh dip your uh pencil in the ink at the office, things are gonna be uh in a bad way. You know what I mean? It's never really gonna work out, especially with this salacious crowd of fans who just wanna Shred people and can, you know and cancel them. So <clears throat> if you if you're gonna, the, the if fact you're gonna, that cornets go ahead.
0: No, I was just gonna say if you're gonna be on the pirate ship eventually, you're gonna get a pig leg or a, a yeah, a, a parrot or an eye patch eventually. So yeah, you know nobody gets off the pirate ship unscathed. Um, no, uh, but that's it, a huge it'll be interesting, right?
1: Yeah, but then you know, is he gonna drop? other, like all, all the salacious stuff. Is that in mm-hmm. punk to be able to be like, just start calling all that out. And I heard that their back office is nervous that they might, because they, you know, obviously weren't keeping a clean shop to some degree. And, uh, you know, now that Cornette calls it out when they clap back, they don't want to, that's where they want to silent heat everything. But, uh, Chris Daniels did post, uh, and said, uh, you know, I've kept my mouth shut about a lot of things in the past this year, this past year, but the unsubstantiated garbage. I read the past day about AEW's chief legal officer is an embarrassment to anybody spouting it. Absolutely. The last person who should be maligned in this situation. Um, you know, I'm sure he has a, a, he's, he's in the inner circle of producers and everything else, but he was also the one sent home by Punk from collision because he thinks he's a, uh, uh, a stooge for, yeah, you know, for uh, the box. And then this comes out. It seems like him selling for it, you know what I mean? Like let Cornette blow his whistle. People look at him. They're not going to, as soon as you come back, it quantifies what Cornette says, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, these guys are 25 year workers. I don't understand why they're selling for certain things. When if you just let it sit in the ether sphere? 24 hours later, it's gonna be forgotten about and gone, but now this locks it down of like, oh, he's saying something you shouldn't look into her. Well, then let's look, right? And right, no, and and that read that third paragraph I sent you down. If she hasn't been to a show since XYZ, is there some type of investigation? to unprofessional business tactics in the woke company where usually it would go one way in the madman era but now it goes the other way in 2023 you know so yeah these are interesting stooges right from you know
0: so they're gonna they're gonna rally behind her i'd imagine and support her fully but i i couldn't agree more the the calling out of it the giving it a uh a name and responding to it from talent relations is not, strange. it's not, it's strange. And it's not smart. And it kind of tells me that we're inside this bubble. And if you're in that circle and you're drinking the Kool-Aid and it happens, you know, it's, it's what, it's Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like you start to, cause that's your life. You start to believe whatever narrative you're forced to, uh, to, sh- to, to, to chill out as, as truth and you will stand by it. Um, and i you know when bad decisions like that are made i gotta think that's that's what's going on because how you've seen people make these mistakes
1: before how are they still having now, now you're why going is to
0: saying to his talent relations guy don't stop
1: don't why stop. isn't why aren't any talent relations guys saying to tony you're not going out there to cut the promo in chicago they were gonna eat you alive bro like they, like
0: about that i don't know it mean, kind of ballsy. I mean, you gotta have, look. This is a guy who. How, how to go fan. how to
1: go for him, bro? Yeah, is I mean, anybody is go anybody well. going? Yeah, he smoothed that over. He nailed that. No, no, that's not the commentary on this shit, bro. But
0: but but his fa- but the fans of AEW, which is who he books for, and who it, it, that's they are sitting there uh, a, a fair amount of them, not the punk fans, obviously saying we're glad he told us instead of waiting until Monday. We're glad uh i don't know maybe not i'm, I'm...
1: <laughs> the, here's here's the thing The 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 small minority of fans you book for or a super p bad pr look when you're trying to do something that you think is right. gonna smooth things over if it's even gonna be bad pr look who gives a shit about booking for those fucking idiots man like that that right there was as strong as Vince McMahon needs to look on camera or wants to or dye his hair or whatever, he went out there with like open up, had a target on his chest and just let him shoot barbs at him. And he's not made of the stuff to sit there and take that. You saw it overcome him right away. And what you're it's supposed to, we're supposed to feel sympathy for that now. Right. And then things getting leaked out like you got to see him punctured on, turn inside out, take your signs. And like, dude, you're just trying. They, all of that fans, the flames, none of it pours cold water on it. (laughs) Like what pours cold water on it is no selling focusing on the show, fucking letting people get their stuff in, have somebody in the moment, put over the punk stuff and ha ha tee hee or go in on it and have the bucks, not dark, do a victory lap, hit, hit the goddamn music hit fucking cult of personality yeah. in chicago place will come up guy will go i knew it was a work and then out come the fucking elite bro you know like instant yeah. heat but it, instead you send out the one guy that they shouldn't and he's scared for his life apparently
0: there's no that well the the goal of the industry at least there doesn't seem there's doesn't seem to be heat uh what what is propelled and and fueled uh, the wrestling business since it's beginning, really, is heat. And now, you know, there's a fear of of heat. There's no, like, if you, had, I don't know, first of all, when he said he never felt fear for his life in a wrestling show, it made me sad for wrestling. Because <laughs> I I always think there should be a little, like, I remember when I was starting out, if I was, you know, around a New Jack, I was scared shitless. <laughs> yeah, still, You know, it, it, it was still a mark in a lot of ways, but even so, like, there's a sense, like, just mind your P's and Q's. Walk that line. Don't fuck yeah. up. Keep your mouth shut. uh, Do the right thing. Uh, and, and, and that's gone. So <clears throat> uh yeah.
1: It's interesting. Jericho says he spoke with punk backstage backstage at the 2023 all-in pay-per-view said the show starts and there's some anticipation and then of course there's a fight that breaks out backstage and that kind of throws things off and then there's a little bit in flux whose match is going on next i knew at one point i can't go on any earlier than i'm supposed to go on because we've got the band and the entrance and all that stuff that definitely kind of threw a monkey wrench into some things once again we're still getting ready for our match when stuff's going down so uh, when you're going to be on a big show, I always say that if you can't go on last, you want to go on first or in the semi or that sort of area. Uh, and I think we were third from last, which is maybe second from last or third from last. I think uh, after us, there was a six man in House of Black in the acclaim. But it was a great place for us to be on the show. Uh, this goes on and on again. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man. That means he did walk off like fuck it. I'm not going out there. Like, here's the thing the conspiracy theory wise, right? You're good for those. Yeah. He gets his strings plucked by Ryan Nemeth. Wants to go outside and take it outside, right? And Ryan Ryan Nem, a California guy now. Uh with, son, how about that? You know, right. Bucks click, right? Mm-hmm. Um then also gets to uk no car waiting for him has to fucking take the subway gets lost on the way to it on the way to the show what was the other one there was another like weird thing The
0: cancellation of the meeting
1: yeah the cancellation of the meeting where they tried to soft soap that in there right is this a tactical plan to use stooges yeah. and, and and whatnot, and and yeah. then Punk sending those guys home? That the the Bucks have crafted all this to trigger sure. Phil to get to this point.
0: Think about it. Yeah, they. I mean, I, I don't want I, speaking to that theory. It's not beyond the realm of possibility to say, "Hey, we can't get to him. We can't do that thing." And technically, you can't either. But he will. there. How do I say this? I believe that
1: who um, handles travel is what I want to know. I think because,
0: handles travel.
1: Okay, because I'm wondering, you know, I know Matt Jackson's wife was doing was doing merch. I don't know if that's the same office or not. I'm just trying to think like who with a wave of the wand can get rid of a car can, or and and, and make things. Hand.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, they could. And and it, I, I know that the maybe the thought pattern was maybe Nemeth was the first try that didn't work. Um the you know I I don't and there's see what are you telling those guys though if it doesn't work and they're out on their ass or is there a fear of just not crossing the EVPs probably yeah out, was know?
1: there was there a late night uh, Frank Sinatra Chili's booth meeting with certain guys to like you're gonna send the tweet first and then we'll see don't worry you're not gonna get fired bro I got your back like did that conversation door, go down yeah
0: closed door Cracker Barrel
1: yeah uh, it's a crack- <laughs> cracker barrel uh not closed door out on the front porch in the I fucking the rock in the water. rocker gimmicks yeah uh bring us is bring that us where the board. discipline committee meets in rocking chairs at cracker barrel
0: very possibly <laughs> and you know what what really makes me think maybe is the fact that here's cm punk allegedly reaching out trying to uh Smooth. I don't know. Whatever, whatever. Trying to do business, from what we heard, and yeah. they're delaying that. It's it's a. It, they're delaying it almost because they're potentially hoping that a, a a confrontation or physicality or the plucking of the strings works, and it did. Um, and it's, that, like, and it's that's like an
1: opportunity it, to pluck it again to get that frustration, right?
0: You you got a, you got a hot court case where the public is a, a murder case where the public is. Completely invested, they know about it. They've basically condemned this person. The lawyer is going to conti- try to get a change of venue. He's going to try to uh, postpone the trial. Is uh, uh, waive your right to a speedy trial because you want to get that taste out of the out of the public's mouth. You want to posture and, and wait for uh, where where it's favorable to you. And I think, hey, if they had sat down and done business, um, they know that number one. It probably would have smoothed things over, Morale would have come up, it would have done fine, and things would have moved on and punk would have been a part of the locker room. And to stifle that is is a ballsy move and a calculated risk. And um I guess if that's what I mean, if I'm Tony, I'm pissed, man. You guys just <laughs> let me if, put if, it over this you guys week, are fucking, yeah, inside that you're pissing, you know, like the old saying that you know vince mcmahon would rather pull him and pissing outside out of the yeah. uh castle than in yeah. like you guys are pissing into the castle and
1: are they doing awesome. that I, they just signed a contract for nba money too what if these guys don't want to work anymore and they know that their money's guaranteed that they can then fucking bury this company walk away with 10 mil each and then sign within the next year to two years for another fucking 5 million from Vince. (laughs) And they got over on everybody just by fucking letting this guy be the fucking catalyst. It's a very deep conspiracy, but it's an interesting concept.
0: Yeah. And this is the place for it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And we're 40, we're 40 strong right now. You guys, uh, all the stooges out there, appreciate all the NXT stooges or Don Stevens watching. Uh, I hope you're doing well, Don. Always good to see you. Um, man, it was tough. I've been going hard in the paint with all the cannabis. Timmy uh, had to do 64 legal documents to prep those for for next week and get them sent in by Tuesday. So no Labor Day weekend for Hacker. Only laboring. <laughs> all only laboring. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you um, have a legal
0: team for you? Or you guys just, you guys are... Yeah, we president? do. Mm-hmm. do. Yeah.
1: Jorge uh, Jorge Vasquez, who was representing uh, the... Uh, interveners at the main Supreme court trial, the, the, the woman who represented the attorney general was among the worst public speakers I've ever seen in my life. She said, um, about 300 times and didn't even know basic regulations. And the veterans are they're They're a Trojan horse for big cannabis. So they had the highest price lawyer you could. And this lady looked like a high school librarian who knew about as much about weed as a high school librarian would. Um mm. and and but this guy Jorge Vasquez would get up and cut the promo. At one point, it was like you know some lean on me shit. Everyone's clapping. Go order, sit out. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> it's all <short. laughs> like isn't that funny that
0: this. A lot so much of that that courtroom drama is just storytelling. Who has the best yeah, story and oh, who can tell it the best?
1: Well, the judge at the end even tried to go into his ROH promo voice when he was giving his talk <laughs> the day. Me and me and JD love just looked at each other like Gee, these they don't even know the carnies that are in the room right now, what they're trying to do and get over on people. As soon as I heard it, I was like, look at this guy's about to try and get over you know Um, let me
0: tell you something when the dust clears
1: yeah and the
0: when the smoke clears and the dust settles his
1: voice there. he goes i hate to see any person working man and woman family suffer in new york state and then by the end it was like but fuck that we're gonna advance it for two weeks and you guys work it out because i don't want to deal i don't want to make a decision and ever since then it's been a complete clusterfuck but before he's like I hate to see any anybody suffering, but go suffer. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and good night, folks. <laughs> you tune in next week to see what happens. Uh, yeah. Wow,
0: that's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, that's. I I hope you end up on the right. Th- I I think you will. I think. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm just doing you know, all I can. You know me, due diligence yeah. and over prepared for the opportunity. It's all part of the birthing process. So it's gonna be uh be interesting, but next week is. The 12th, 13th, and 15th are all big court meetings and big cannabis meetings and all me and stuff I got to go to. So shows might be a little screwy or I might have to miss a normal time. You guys will try and get all your content out. But as much as I care about you, uh, this is a 10 million opportunity. So get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> hip tosses. Yeah. Hip tosses yeah.
0: and ashish.
1: That's big, right. I mean, the story, the story of us all. Um, but we're gonna break down this show because I, I wanted to be up for it, man. But uh, that the, this show just was strange and kind of dragged and didn't have the flow and and I don't didn't the energy. It. No, I mean is morale down that much that it's affecting it? And now we're not even we can't even really do business because we're firing people and we're worrying about eighteen different other things and stooge reports about. Cornette and the lawyer and i you know like it seems like the show is kind of suffering and things didn't have a lot of continuity or things that should have been the button on a scene once again get stepped on where you're like why you just not let things settle so um you remember just a
0: quick interjection yep. kind of along this and i know we talk a lot of OVW, and i'm sure maybe people are kind of like but like when when do you remember when uh obviously when wwe Packed up and left OVW. Um, we knew that the audience, we were going to take a hit, right? We knew a lot Yo, of the yeah, audience. Big. big hit. A lot of the audience was going to go, well, no, there's no real stars. It's just because they the, these are people that came to wrestling at least once a week for an eternity.
1: They've seen and it that, all. They've seen Brock. Amazing. They've seen Cena. They've seen Nick Densmore. They've seen CM Punk from the Inception.
0: Yeah. And, and so it was, uh, I remember Danny, you know, kind of got us all like, what what do you guys think? Um, and it was very important. I remember my, my, what I said was the, the I, I think we need to absolutely change the mood, like hit them with something completely different and outside the box and completely change the mood. And I, I, I if you remember, it was what we started doing some real Heat shit yeah. like with you guys and yeah. uh Matt uh, Matt Capitelli and Joey Mercury and, and uh Jamin, Jamin kind of stepped Joey, in for yeah. for Cap, you know, as his proxy. So we're yeah. hitting them with a different mood, like real heat, real uh because we didn't have the star power. They were all they 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 had left, all the contracted talent had gone to Tampa. So um I think you know that that they would have been well advised here. And uh, at all out, even to start on a different tone, hit them with something different. And uh, while all out, I guess surpassed expectations without punk. When you say but that, nobody's
1: nobody's talking about it. <laughs> nobody's nothing. talking about it, any business. Nothing like no. there's only one thing that's happening. They're talking, and
0: about. they're not. They can't make money off it.
1: They, they could. Make- they absolutely they could, have- could with the bucks, right? If they would hit the uh, cult of personality and come out and done all the shit, eating Chicago pizza, drinking Coke, fucking, like, hey, heard any good news lately or tell me what I'm telling lies or, you know, yeah, easy. Can we get a broom out here? That looks like real glass and they sweep something like whatever, bro. Like
0: I the time to do that would have been October, 2022, you know,
1: whatever.
0: but now he's not there. So how are you going to pay it off? You got to, you're going to step up, Sub somebody in?
1: If you already got the conspiracy and got rid of him, you keep plucking that string because he, where's he going to go? He's either going to do the deal with Hunter, and that'll make him miserable, even though it's going to make him rich and it'll blow up and make him look even worse, or he's going to go to Instagram and sell for it. So either, you're,
0: either yeah, okay, okay. So you're saying, fuck it, pile it on until he yeah. gets Yeah,
1: yeah he absolutely. Whose pockets are deeper to handle the lawyers, CM Punk's or Tony Khan's? No,
0: Tony Khan.
1: So, yeah. well you can get that's that's the leverage of like is punk gonna try and go with them and spend all the money he just earned to try and clear some name or is he just got to take it on the fucking chin right now because otherwise he, they can stop paying out the rest of his contract mm-hmm. if they get him to sell on instagram afterwards like all that shit and that's what the cornet rant was about was that he wants to go at mega or or whatever it is because when Tony Khan feared for his life because that's punk's response going when they sue me, that's the excuse they're going to use. And she's coordinating. So he's trying to tear her down character assassination, like without saying it, that's what's being said. Right. So um, it'll be interesting. So if I'm in that battle of trying to get somebody to sell, it's him selling for us. I got a TV show where I can run him down. He's looking for any outlet to unleash his vitriol. And you just wait and wait and wait. And it's going to happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, all this could have been, uh, taken care of by pulling these people into a room and saying, you pull this shit again. You're fired. Period. I'm, I don't care. You're fired. Like, yeah. uh, you're going yeah. to work, you're going to work with each other Oh yeah. Like or you're fired or you're fucking fired. And, so- and and
1: really uh even if you paid them the same um uh, the thing that needs to be done is the EVP's are done being EVP's. And why would you the, and
0: that contract, yeah, when you yeah. read like Pro,
1: So you want to shake it up this is what I said to Russo. All those guys are done as EVP's, call them the pillars, get them whatever the fuck you want. Money stays the same. They will pay out the rest of it. But I'm going to Amazon, bringing in one of their marketing experts. I'm fucking getting my NFL marketing team Uh, somebody top that way to do all my video promo package and stuff and crossover and branding shit that way. And um, I probably would go to Hollywood and get some directors that are going to make it. And then Khan should really step back himself, to be honest with you, because being that close to the product and then sending yourself out there to cut the promo thinking you're going to smooth it over (laughs) and then you get lambs of slaughter you gotta you gotta distance yourself from it and just look like an owner, not a fucking player coach.
0: Yeah, I think that was also he wanted to get the blood on him. Probably, probably thought he was laying on the sword for his talent. Yeah, and, sure. And uh, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I, I you know, I, the other thing too is that I guarantee you a lot of these uh, guys. Hey, look, the guy caught uh, flight to see the Matt Capitelli. And oh yeah, man. Big shout hot. out to, big hot. shout
1: out to cap, bro. And, and to, and I don't want to smooth over that. That was an interesting and scary time for us, bro. And that was, you know, not long after that, when roadkill, uh, gave up the book that I got my chance to do our stuff and whether it was, uh, you know, Damian Sandow, Aaron Stevens coming back in or Dolph Ziegler when he was right released, back. a lot of people, didn't, yeah, Ryback and getting that all accepted, bro. We got to work with, a lot of great people, and they were thankful that we invested in them and and whatever they wanted to do to come up with something that was going to maybe get them back on the radar. So all those WWE stars, even though they left developmental for Florida, somebody was always getting released, and somebody would always be coming through. And if you found the right way to mix them in, everybody could get the shine. And we had the houses back up to full again, as much as they were for TV when contract was there. So I didn't want to gloss over that point. And big, no, you're shout right. out, big shout out to OVW. As, as Make sure you guys tune in Netflix. September 13th, uh, the launch of their new series. I can't wait to see it. And, uh, you know, not to, uh, there's been plenty of people who put in thousands upon thousands of hours more than I did there. But that was a very integral time in whether OVW was going away or it was going to stay. And because of the work I think we did during that, two year 18 months to two year time period help keep things going forward to get an impact deal and then become accredited and then new investors that's gone through a lot of different metamorphosis but i'm super pumped that they're still there and now the guys and girls are going to get this awesome series there bro
0: it's very cool it's very cool i I mean i always have a special place in my heart for that and danny and al um and, and you know and back to the the issue with with uh, punk and the victory lap by the Bucks, and uh, you saying they, you know, you you would have them really needle and poke a- until something happens. Do
1: best. It's what they do best.
0: uh Yeah, I, I mean, but they there's there's a mentality most likely of let's get past this, let's put it behind. Why? Us. And I know Why? right. It's right. the only thing that's
1: drawing for you. Because- Name one other fucking angle that's drawing. Because the only angle that draws exactly- you won't pay off.
0: It's either backwards or it's forwards because people they a lot of talent are, are are valuing their mental health over the business. And in the past that wasn't the case. No. So you could say for better or worse, you know, I think there's a balance for sure. And that balance is not taking these things personally, making it business. And um we don't see that. And and for the longest time it was like, why won't, why wouldn't you? Just if somebody's willing to put the grudge aside, why wouldn't you? And the answer is maybe because of what we said that it was there was something a plan was in motion or uh, an attempt to rid the company of, of Phil Brooks, because they very much so when they talk about the company, it's our company. We started this and and it would be hard not to feel that way. Right. But at the end of the day, it's Tony's company. It's Tony's money. So I would be doing
1: it. I would be doing everything. I would write bits. I'd be like, do you hear the news? No, fill me in. I, everything would have a fill in it or whatever it is. Like just constant wordplay from like Letter Kenny, constant, uh, you know, back digs or even straight hardcore ones like, "Go, hey, am I on the show? Go ask Phil. And then somebody's looking around looking for Phil all night long and never find them. Like all these types of things you could possibly have. And I would even, I would do more than what we're to, to lean into the internet trolling. Like while somebody's looking for Phil, they're walking past the offices and you put Easter eggs of Don Stevens' office. And like those marks are going to catch it on a walk by. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, that's, think
1: that's-, that's where you play smart to the smart marks. And you actually get some payoff off all this bullshit by getting somebody over as a little rat faced motherfucker who thinks it's funny. Right. And, and guys are going to talk about it online that they're trolling, but everybody's so worried about being embarrassed or, or, or litigations and things like that, dude. Like that's why yeah. you're working for a billionaire. Let him sort it out.
0: I, I, you know, I, I don't agree with, with that. Cause I think, I, I I would have been totally on board October of 2022, but <laughs> now there's no. I, I just I, I I get what you're saying that it would it would get heat for the Bucks and, and but the the purpose of that heat is that finally the person that they have been pushing comes back and kicks their freaking ass and that person I don't see coming back.
1: So yeah, no, me neither. I I understand without getting heat without the Bucks know, have been. Bucks have been kind of stale, bro. Like, been, so who's who's so who's Bucks right. adjacent? Uh, uh, you do the you do or who's uh, who's uh, Cobra Kai of over there? FTR and House of Black. So you rip on Punk until those guys like call them out on it, and that's where you pay off a little bit of the heat to get them mm-hmm. over. Or what have you? You you just start shitting on WWE guys. You transition it into that.
0: So this is uh, again, this is. You're applying logic to an illogical situation. This is a place where a lot of uh missed opportunities have, have gone down where because we don't want to talk about it, we don't want to address it, we don't want to well, if you would it. call
1: if you would call Tony and I will write it and I will show both of you how it can be done. <laughs> and everybody gets uh, over except for <laughs> Phil. Phil gets a WWE contract to rebut. See, everybody goes. Oh, well, we kicked this one off with uh Orange Cassidy. Um gonna cut the promo but he does the slacker bit after he already did a really great promo to close the show so this was strange and he had lost the uh title to moxley um and uh but uh he's championship or not he's gonna be there every single week because he's freshly squeezed orange cassidy and he does not have a catchphrase that says to me even though that is his catchphrase like does that really sell shirts i think when I, now, when I hear, and I don't have a catchphrase, I would go to me that goes, and I'm leaving millions of dollars on the table <laughs> because right. I'm over as fuck. And I don't have anything that i and I don't have a catchphrase. Okay. Like uh, there's, uh, there's plenty of squeezed fucking catchphrases you could do or orange catchphrases that you, and you should be selling orange shirts. So when people pan the crowd of every black shirt that's out there there's fucking orange shirts out there bro and they know it's your shit that's actually pretty
0: smart so you know because it kind of it, it is parallel to the character I, I don't really i don't have any cool merchandise i just have this orange shirt and yeah. it's an art you know with like the logo on the and people you know what i mean that that's that's a sim- symbol of you know the fans of his and that and it's a visual effect Uh, that's interesting
1: why is the why is there not an orange crush deal right so right i mean
0: you're heavy on that and i agree like the the cross promotional and the seeping into pop culture that's the that's when wrestling's hot and yeah um i i think there there's a lot of especially with music and things like that we'll talk about that i guess with swerve but uh we you know I know you're, you're real big on that. And that's like, that's its own department, man. Yeah, dude. own Thing like that's,
1: it's the same as Darby (laughs) Allen in this main event. And I'm going, we had the X games and Darby Allen wasn't there. That would just happen. He, where is, where's his skateboarding game unto himself, you know, like a Tony, just rip off the Tony Hawk pro skater mod or buy it from him and fucking, and put it in there, you know, like his own whole wrestling crossover stuff there. But instead, guys want to do spots when we're in this to make money, dude. I can see the Orange Cassidy hanging outside your local uh, quick stop, and the little kid wants, and you know, like it's the old Pepsi thing. Washed over the kids instantly in all the jean jacket gear, and then they're they're off to be cool together, or whatever. Dang. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's. That's what that would be like being a brand officer, right? Like that's yeah. well I, that I,
1: since Brandy's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, baby. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, none of this shit ever got done. And that's the value of these characters to get somebody over. Um, so, um go ahead. No, that's it. i I just
0: uh I you know they've made it very clear that Orange Cassidy is their their mask—I don't want to say mask up—but in a way, he's he's the he's the face of the company in a lot of ways.
1: He's where's, the like, Le- where's the Levi's jean jackets at Walmart? He's a leading the leading man for him. Yeah. Where's the Where's the orange Cassidy jean jacket for Walmart?
0: A- the aviators. The yeah. It's a ton of things. You're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, especially since that's they've clearly made the statement: the machine is behind this man. We they opened how many broadcasts with him? They. have pushed him, he's main evented pay-per-views um in the face of a lot of kickback. And so they made that decision and they've stuck by it and seen it through. So uh again, what what you're talking about is taking and WWE does this often. It's like we like what you have, let's take it to that next level. Let's sure. let's, you know, let's level you up and and get you uh integrated into pop culture. So that Every time they say your name, they say WWE Superstar.
1: Right. Yeah, that's what you're known for. John Moxley kicks it off with AR Fox, and I was uh, happy to see this because, you know, Fox is my 2CW brother, and uh, he's helped a lot of guys get to spots ahead of himself uh, and was canceled for a while. Um, but I had heard there was some heat because – A.R. Fox had some passport issues or kayfabe the office saying he could work internationally and he couldn't and they had kind of put they had kind of put the push kind of. on him. You know what I mean? And then he couldn't make the UK shows. And usually after that happens, something like that, where they put an investment in you and then all of a sudden you can't go and you it's because you kept it hush hush because you didn't want your contract to get jacked. You're going to be off TV. Instead, he's opening the show. So I was like, okay, I guess that type of heat doesn't exist over there. So it's that's strange to me, you know. Uh, yeah. Speaking of passport heat, did you see the Becky Lynch story about she she couldn't go to India because her passport had a tear in it, and she had tagged at Qatar airport. So I don't know. She flew all the way to Qatar, and because of fucking. Uh, sorry, red-headed white woman, we don't like your kind here. Uh, whoops, there's a little tear in your your uh, passport. I don't know how that got there. You're not allowed in. Like, And instead, where Becky Lynch can't go, uh, here's my cage match from Saturday. Do you want to see who the fuck I am? You know what I mean? On the phone, like some, some strange stuff there, passport-wise. But, uh, you know.
0: Yeah, you think, I mean, you got to protect your talent not to be in that situation. Uh, that's yeah. right. And AR Fox, I could see a situation, you know, it takes, can take 90 days to get your, your visa. So, or your, yeah. uh, uh, you know, your, your passport. passport. Yeah. Okay. So if you're sitting there, Wendy, come on, uh, you know, four months ago, he's probably like, shit, I got to renew my passport. Am I going to be able to do that in time? So he's probably buying himself time and I get the move.
1: There uh, is a fast track option for six weeks. There
0: is <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I mean that, that, you know sometimes these guys just don't
1: people well they don't adult well i say that but that was when i got my renewed now there's a immigrant crisis of a hundred thousand uh displaced latinos in new york city uh staying at the hilton (laughs) dude 225 million dollars in taxpayer money just to pay for hotel rooms for uh illegal immigrants that are just staying in new york city right now at, at hotels they're just sitting on the floor in the lobbies they're they, they have no job no say habla, no idea where to go and they're just being oh, able to be be fed and, and and just an overrun just like a the craziest social take socialist takedown of american systems like using human trafficking to do it it's it's insane and like i'm over here super hot about the cannabis shit but if i'm thinking to myself i've got i'm in the governor's office with heat coming in yeah cannabis is one thing that's way bigger because whoever's yeah. pulling those whoever's pulling those strings is the real fucking big new world order players, you know. What I mean? Yeah, the
0: cannabis is the distraction, bro. Yeah, well, dude, they,
1: dude that's well, like not you, but two two per, Yeah, it's but it's like two percent of their day as opposed yeah. to the ninety eight percent of dealing with that shit. That's
0: crazy.
1: <clears throat> yeah, oh. real nuts. Yeah, real nuts. Um,
0: the mox and the fox, though. Uh, yeah. Um, what would you think of this?
1: Um, I was almost hard to not hard to watch, but I got distracted because we started doing a running bit about death jitsu uh, being a way of more than a way of life, really. And uh, mm-hmm. most people even try to uh, become a practitioner grandmaster of death jitsu end up dying themselves. That's they perish? They, yeah, yeah, only 7% make it you're either a grandmaster of death jitsu or you were killed by death jitsu and Moxley has obviously made it uh, to that point. So I knew there probably wasn't going to be much hope for, uh, for for Fox in this one when you're practicing against a Jiu-Jitsu master.
0: I love when a talent, like, he's, you know, he's competing in, like, tournaments and stuff, uh, Jiu-Jitsu tournaments. Oh, is line. he now? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. So I love, I, you'll see this um, a lot of times going back, and I'm, there's, I'm sure there's many examples before this that I don't know, but, like, Billy Karate, Billy Graham. Uh, these guys, they'll they'll pick up a new like Undertaker when he started to get into MMA. MMA, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll pick up a new hobby in their real life and be like, oh, I'm i I'm a jujitsu guy now.
1: Yeah, I'm the best <laughs> there ever was. Yeah, you're you're a white belt, blue belt in ju- in jujitsu, but now you're the baddest motherfucker who ever <laughs> stepped in a wrestling ring.
0: Hey, more power to him. I, I mean, I guess you're keeping it, you know fresh and and trying to stay reinvented and evolved so um i was pleased that so the the big issue with me is here's the the big thing here's the
1: big thing with death jitsu okay you don't if you don't kill the guy you're working you kind of don't want to call it death jitsu
0: we're gonna have a lot of this (laughs) throughout the show tonight we're gonna talk about About people saying they're gonna murder people or kill them, about sure. people saying uh they have no value on human life. What you that you
1: These FTR you, segments are the gas, problems. <laughs> if if you it,
0: I don't know why people aren't telling talent this, like if you are telling somebody you're gonna kill them, you are putting an expectation that will never be yeah. met. I hope not. Um, it's just not smart. It's like the babyface promising to win the title. Um, you don't. You're, you're dead in the water. So I, I don't understand that mentality of you know. Uh, it's just never gonna happen. So why even? Why even drop that? But what are you gonna do, people? You can't talk to these people. Um, they don't listen.
1: Um, Pull a gun out on you on the road.
0: What? So so death just there's no there's no two people that have faced each other in death jitsu that still exist. Both of them. Right.
1: <laughs> right. No, usually uh, <laughs> there's definitely going to be some, there is uh, a death every, in,
0: there's, yeah. there's I, I don't know how this thing is viable, but Hey, you know, well, there's a lot of people. I just don't.
1: Right. You'd have to and that, them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what goes to like the knots. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a cool name, no doubt. Like you'd see people get off on it, but like, you're, it's really a shitty martial art if you're not killing somebody every time. Like it's not death <laughs> jitsu; it's something <laughs> it's else. Just,
0: um,
1: <laughs> I was happy to see
0: because the 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 way this angle is gone is Darby Allen, who's a star. You can't argue this. This kid's a star. Um, Darby Allen is a former Buddy Wayne student. Nick Wayne is Buddy Wayne's son. Darby Allen is a former. Uh, a student of sorts of AR Fox, Uh, AR Fox betrays Darby Allen with Swerve Strickland, almost just goes into Nick Wayne's house and, you know, practically murders
1: murders him. him, But there's that all that was great. And then what happens a week after that?
0: AR Fox is forgiven and we're buddy, buddy.
1: And Nick Wayne's and Nick Wayne's having a wrestling match. And he's having a wrestling. They match. left him bloody, hit him in the face with a picture, a photo of him and his dad, caught gigged them all up laying in a pool of fucking blood. Two weeks later, when we see him in the ring on a wrestling match, bro.
0: We've seen this before. I was happy to finally see,
1: and I don't know if you caught
0: this, but they they are actually like applying some logic to it that Nick Wayne is first of all, he shouldn't be wary of AR Fox. He should want to murder. Him. He, sh- he should yeah. want to the shit out of this guy, but they are doing the, the, the scenario where, um, uh, uh, Nick Wayne is, is trepidatious about AR Fox, which, you know, if somebody came into my house and tried to kill me, I would probably be pre- trepidatious about working with them. Yeah. And, uh, and, um, Christians poking the bear and stirring the pot and saying, you know, what are you doing? You're, you're, you know, this guy's playing you when you grow some balls, maybe I can teach you something. And I love that.
1: Yeah. I like that. I like Christian
0: that, I like that. The chaos, right. Where he's stirring shit. He's, he's Christian. So good. Um, In that sense, like here's a guy who's just, you can, you can put him anywhere.
1: Uh, oh yeah. Just, even he's going to go for the dead father thing. The lowest of the low, like, and, and people are expecting it now. That's awesome. That it's his game to, to do that. But to have Nick Wayne come back and do a match, it should be opposite should be AR Fox and swerve all cocky. They're going to do whatever down comes Nick Wayne, to uh, you know, crank him with a chair to get back over on him, start wearing them out or whatever until Darby has to come pull them away. And then Shane gets on Darby. And, you know, now we have our lines drawn of, of wherever it is. I mean, this is every almost Kung Fu, Fucking movie ever where the master is dead and the fucking student now has to avenge and you know the betrayal. Whether you can go Storm Shadow and fucking Snake Eyes or origin story on that if you want, you know, like yeah, it's all right there. But instead, no, he's a young kid who does a lot of spots where after we tried to pretty much kill him in his own home, now he's gonna pin somebody's shoulder to the mat and no running, no, dude. He's gonna chop- time for ret- yeah it that like the retribution coming down and setting off the feud is where the next time you see him in the story not a fucking he's here to wrestle
0: yeah it's that that's ridiculous and now we're headed towards i would I would think they it looks like they're probably gonna turn Nick Wayne and put him with Christian maybe i, I don't know who knows way too
1: I, early I mean we got no way too business. Early, but I don't
0: yeah but that's Dude. what it seems like they're doing. And well, turn them wait. on Darby and have Darby try to make it. I, I don't he's 18, he's he's you know, I, I I you go from having sympathy and him being just totally beaten down to a heel turn. We saw it with Jungle Boy as well. Yeah. Uh it's it's not it's it, it's a weird it's not the right emotion. It does. It's a hot, it's all, it always feels like a hot shot when that thing, when that happens, that's,
1: it seemed like they started off with a great inception and then just were like, Nope, we're not doing any of that anymore. And like none of the players are missing. So that just means to me incompetence in writing and long-term vision for long-term business of how we need to draw these lines, the matches we get out of it, tag match, individual happenings, beat downs, more backstage, homicide attempts, um i'll get your shit in non-sanctioned match a match at the buddy wayne academy again where it's you know invite by kumate or whatever and only the death jitsu practitioners are allowed like whatever it is man but like there, there was 12 to 14 weeks of tv right there and it was done <laughs> in two weeks
0: yeah and that's why you know it's the it's at, that's why it's advantageous a lot of times i think you know, AEW is is very uh, group and faction heavy. Obviously, um, I think you need to be a little more conservative with how you do it. And I like that. I do like though that there's like that coin line of like in AEW you gotta have friends. Uh, but <clears throat> this, it, it, why that's advantageous is you can you can have a lot of uh, options for different matches to until you get to a blow off because there's so much TV time to occupy yeah. now.
1: And with Darby, but with Darby as a director too, that this whole thing could have been a scene, uh, a yeah. way for him to shoot it all and and do the whole fucking thing of, uh, you know, the candles lit around the picture of Buddy Wayne, and we're sorry that these guys are disrespecting, we're going to honor your memory. We wouldn't be in this position without you. All that shit, you know what I yeah. mean? Darby's, Darby's uh, a guy
0: yeah. that's really he's he's every time, almost every time he's been given the ball, he's. he's
1: done well so um this is until this main event tonight holy fuck uh that (laughs) followed uh the death rider uh mox mox had a king kong larry and death rider to beat uh a.r fox uh after the match darby allen shows respect to fox in the ring while Nick Wayne shown backstage being confronted by Christian he says he watched Wayne's father's footage and he's even worse than he thought uh suggested if <laughs> Wayne wanted a real mentor he mentors he should uh, look at a champion uh shout out buddy Wayne I had a great week training with him I think Nick was like 3 or 4 of that that week when he came to crazy right oh. yeah well that uh, was, that 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 uh
0: Chico Alvarez Brian Alvarez man beast match where Chico was training at Buddy Wayne's. It was a great match. Yeah, yeah. So fun to call in Derby yeah. City Wrestling.
1: Anyway, great stuff. Uh, Chris Statlander's back. Uh, when she's got a bunch of all I could think of is uh Nerf uh boomerangs on her gear. <laughs> so I, I but I, when I saw that, I was like, I don't know what that means. If it's supposed to be something alien wise or just a cool pattern she liked. But Chris Statlander with those old school Nerf boomerangs. Would be a good thing, UFO-wise, bro, to fucking get over and, and <laughs> sell it merch. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, why not, man?
1: Yeah, uh, you, you, back you back. can whip them out there, and it wouldn't matter if somebody got blasted in the face with one. It's Nerf, right? Like,
0: wait, wait, whip what out and blast what in the
1: face? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like, throw me the crowd. You're not going to worry about if a three-year-old gets hit with a Nerf fucking Frisbee. They're only going to cry for a second.
0: Uh, or, yeah, I, I... I think there's a lot of again missed opportunities on uh on merchandise and out thinking outside the box with these things uh instead we're getting matches and wrestling matches and and, and no no no, the the connection is with uh, emotional connection with a lot of these guys is it's it's not there because it's it's a lot of just wrestling uh and and i you know in the psychology of this one i don't know um it, it was like uh, uh, Statlander missed the lockup. Emi Sakura goes for uh, the cover and just uh, uh, roll up and just takes over. Uh, she basically out-wrestled the baby face.
1: Yeah. The entire yep. first And that's why right. I said the same thing. I go, who is agenting this? We know that Emi Sakura is not going over, you know, for the TBS title out of nowhere here if Statlander's not hurt. But she didn't make the baby at all. She didn't, you know? and-
0: and, and and it was it was, I, I don't I don't understand that. I think I you know Emmy Sakura could be a a decent heel in the women's division if she 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 had some viciousness to her. But we had no reason to get behind Statlander. Statlander's
1: no Statlander's got the size and athleticism that all you had to do was let her show power out of the lockup, and then one other thing, and then and you fuck, try out wrestler yep. switch reverse, and there's mm-hmm. your heat spot to go right into it. Yes. Right,
0: uh, Go ahead. I was just saying and and, and not say that every ma- matches don't have to have that template of, you know, shine, heat spot, heat, oop spot, uh change gears. Finish. Like it doesn't have to, but you have to give the people a reason to care about your baby face and think that they're fighting from uh from behind and uh, or or fighting just at all. Uh, but this is like a, it's that 50-50 mentality where the, you know, this it, she she gets Emmy Sakura hits something, picks her up, then it's a tiger driver for the kick out. Yep. So she prostitutes her own finish instead of letting the letting Statlander get to the road or whatever, right? And then um the finish is she kicks out tiger driver, they, they're to the corner, the electric chair, pick her up.
1: Uh right there, that's right.
0: Pick her up, tombstone, and 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 before that, it's, so that that's that's 50-50. It's stupid. It doesn't, she zeroed a hero right away. What but my question is also, and we see this every match.
1: Why well, why are you doing knockout moves to have to pick somebody up to get your shit in? You in a do a knockout right? impact move to pin somebody, it shows that they don't even understand, and like a lot of times. All right, if you want to do the spinning elbow, you do that they they do that after the pile driver pick you up to spinning elbow you. You do the spinning elbow, they're rocking and rolling off it's of that. Um, that's where the gut kick comes then it. They just don't put the fucking moves in the right order to have it make any sense. You don't knock somebody out to pick them up. That's 10 times harder than when they're knocked out or they just get up for you and now your shit didn't mean anything. It really wasn't a knockout. We exposed the business.
0: And that's and we'll see uh that later with roddy but like um well, yeah. that, that what you're talking about with the the way to go into that kind of finish but I, i'm wondering like what with when we when they do these things where they they flipper they they chop each other or forearm each other in that face to face before a, a comeback or what what emotion is it supposed to elicit like
1: who is well, that? they 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 think it's supposed to be strong style where you hulk up and you're ah it doesn't hurt me I'm in the pocket and adrenaline's rushing but instead they just sit there and go back and forth until they like get and, and nobody's none of it's, yeah nobody's selling yeah. or even registering most of the time you know
0: yeah I, I think as an example of that uh I, I, exactly I, it could have been much more psychologically sound so
1: yeah. Uh, But Big Spinning Clothesline, Saturday Night Fever, Chris Stadlander up. Again, this is one of those matches you know who's going over. So there's no business going in or out. Uh, Roddy Strong's backstage. He claims his parents didn't know uh, the drug and alcoholic issues. This, to me, (laughs) I have said this before. I think the NXT piece on Roderick Strong that showcased this was one of the best things I had seen in NXT produced. And now we're doing the exact same spot and this was this looked like a powerpoint presentation compared to what they did at NXT bro. It was it was not nowhere near as good.
0: I I'm happy to see Brody doing some character work cuz uh, Yeah. Number one he's a, he's a good dude and he's a very capable talent. Uh uh <clears throat> and the big slight against him was always uh you're not a strong promo or you're not, you know, not not a strong character, you're you're a wrestler in tights. And when you get labeled that, especially if you're a really good worker, or a wrestler uh, rather, you a lot of times won't get another chance. Like people will just, that's who you are. And people yeah. won't give you that opportunity. They'll just assume you're bad at it. So I'm happy that he got that opportunity to, to and he's having that opportunity to really show um, some personality. Because it's, 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 it's there. He's not John Cena. He's not The Rock, but it's something to sink our teeth into. And that's that's a big change.
1: I like that he's doing, he's done well with the neck brace thing and, you know, throwing temper tantrums compared to what he used to be. just like, I'm a straight shooter. But the problem is I don't like going, I don't don't like it. I don't like it. But uh, if you're doing character and getting that over, should you be doing the other of like, watch that I can fuck. Can do all these. I get not only want yeah. to do a, this, but I do a code breaker into it too. You're just like, ah, like stick with the character stuff, bro. Like, you know, right, you maybe bust out
0: one of those and just sell the yeah. one, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah
1: so, yeah. but he'll get it because he's probably still new to character in a lot of ways, to be honest with you. Like, hey, he's been wrestling for 15 years, he's been doing character for about three,
0: and he and he also knows that uh what Tony likes and Tony likes that that kind of that ring of honor that strong stuff sure. like that that mentality so you got to remember also Roddy hasn't uh they they've kept him on the bench for a long time so this is the yeah. first time maybe a lot some of the audience has seen him you got to assume that uh um, Well
1: that's that's my other big critique of the show it's just this isn't even AEW bro this is 40% ROH on AEW and I don't I really didn't give that much of a shit about ROH then and I almost don't now the only time I ever do is when the outrunners are doing something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so, about it. Um Yeah, it's just it it's it, it'll be interesting to see where they go yeah. with it. I'm 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 you know, I it's good that there's guys showing that they have something that maybe people were writing them off with the Tavens and the and the the Bennetts. You know, and the
1: Roddy. With the I'll get to that. I mean, okay. I'll get to that. The sex Gods versus Aussie Open. Um, you know, just reunited after almost a falling out. Jericho and um, uh, Sammy, Sammy are back together. Uh, this was a good, simple WWE. Let's not hurt Jericho style match. Uh, <laughs> I like the. I like the speed of it. I like the breakups of it uh, when when Guevara would make the save. Uh, but then in AEW ROH fashion, you could even hear the fucking announcers kind of call it. Here comes the finish bus. I want to get on the finish bus so I can feel good and button this scene and edit it at the high point, which would have been the walls of Jericho. He had them. They had the, the, they had the, you're all clear kid. The fucking Han Solo take out the other guy and Jericho had him right there. Instead they twist do the what we call the dips, and then overbook it for another two to three minutes. Crowd popped on the second finish; they had them at the first one. The the second the the pop of there at the first one. If they would have done it right there with Walls of Jericho instead of what they they went to, that it would have been a, a a better pop and a better quicker out than going that extra two minutes.
0: For those that that aren't you know, the psychology of wrestling is very much in a match like. The George Costanza uh, uh uh mentality. Leave on a high note. Yeah. You know, uh if you can't get them any higher, th- the highest you can get, let's go. Uh and that and that means whether it's the finish or whether you're pulling the rug out from under them right after. So uh that's that's um always the smart move. And that's always what you want to do and you want to build towards that finish so that it's the biggest, whether that whether uh it's Um, it's the biggest part of the match. It's the most important. Or
1: or if you're going to work these guys again, you win with the the walls of Jericho on this one. So when you (laughs) rematch it, Then they go for the walls. That's where you put the twist in. And then you ratchet it up because it looks like the guy's already seen this and he knows what's coming. We've strategized to get out of it. So then when they lose again, the Judas effect is another finish. You know, I say the threat of violence is just as important as the violence itself. Mm -hmm. However, in this scenario, the finish was right there that was the better one and we watched that bus go by and we got to wait for the next one it's nice to get on the next one we're out of the cold and we're on to our next destination but we really wanted to be on that first bus not this one
0: and i like and i like uh, aussie open is is uh you know i I wish there was something a little more aesthetically like i like the the look of the bigger guy with the the mullet i wish they kind of had a dichotomy i wish you know, the gear, there should be something where he's a little more rough and and rugged, maybe like some chew, like I, I don't even want to say just outback kind of stereotypes. And and then you you can kind of have him the other the the softer looking dude be sure. kind of like prettier and 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 a little more uh, uh debonair in a sense, you know. Um, and it would show a dichotomy, it would give him more personality rather than we'll just we'll take the black biker trunks with the green silver right
1: trunks. right you yeah. know they
0: got they got the oh, see, oh see, they got that thing that's good uh they got a, there's a look um people seem to want to work with them so it's all there it's time for them to go we need to begin to make creative moves on our own
1: and sure. show
0: and stop waiting for somebody to say, hey, why don't you try this? Um but I think they should that, have they should
1: have their own taglines that are yes. Aussie slang like dunder I don't even know Dunder or whatever, something like right. that. You know the I mean like
0: didgeridoo, blah, yeah, the, yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah absolutely thing.
0: but be like a modernized cool it, like Australia is a country and you can you can have a redneck and you can a have a surfer.
1: Life. Yeah yeah a right. redneck and a surfer you can redneck have redneck and
0: a surfer. Well. Boom and it shows the dichotomy of a tandem and and they look like they're gonna be there for a while so do it man but I, I i i when i look at guys that like are up and coming i like i do like as open
1: yeah i do too i like that team bear country and now they've switched them to something else and like i dude there's money the on man. fucking yeah they're what
0: they have a third man as well
1: now dude, dude there's money on bear money or bear money they're bear really- country <laughs> the, especially from where i just was at the woodsman's bro like Fucking all that kind of shit is, is way over and to be half lumberjack fucking half country boys and all that shit. And, and I would get them a fucking bear to be honest with you. Yeah. The most,
0: (laughs) The, the Calgary bear. Yeah. <laughs> heart yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, dude. Fucking a man. They they train them for out there for movies. Like I would spend the money to have those guys with a fucking shoot bear and and make him part of the click. Um,
0: uh, it, it, you know, but they they that's an instance again of guys. But they, what was booking and 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 AEW telling them that they didn't like it because they didn't use it. Right, they basically are you. Told are, at, are you shocked?
1: Are you shocked that a bunch of comic book anime fans can't relate to fucking hardworking country redneck manly guys? Um, I'm super shocked about that, bro. No, I would, and that, I, would, I would have those guys over bear or no bear, fucking way quick.
0: And it's become a little like some comedy. Like he drinks the protein shake before Hulk. It's like, ah, mm, you, you're, you're, you're you're you guys are too badasses, and you're letting it slide
1: well i mean i did you did the protein shake before hulking up that sounds a lot like the grape drink connection to me bro this is true right yeah, like there's yeah. a there's a lot there's a lot that could be done with that shit and uh, you know that that just is i think my uh woodsman's upbringing but I, I even saw on some post earlier today and it was in an alien forum where they showed old school lumberjacks with like a 16 foot crosscut, but they were on springboards cutting down a, like one of the redwoods and then people were like i hate humans why do we do this to the earth But i was like you know the picture's from 1889 and i go i posted that i go there's the 2019 version of it bro and people don't even know like that this shit's going on but these <laughs> dudes swinging axes and lumberjacks is is again they could be over as shit dude you know what I mean? I even know lumberjills who are super hot female athletes no. and they could be like the love interest to them if they wanted to to get them on there, man. I, I, there's just so many opportunities to flush these characters out and they don't even get out of the gate before they cut they neuter them. You know. No,
0: there's, there's no there's no substance even when they come with it. And uh and it would be uh, uh a great addition to the tag team. You know, you always want two big, bad monsters in your tag team division, two yeah. world beaters. You can always Mangan the barbarian, you know, you can all, those guys could work opening and, and do it, do a, the honors and keep their heat, or they could just kill it, kill your top guy. You know what I mean? It yep. worked no matter what. So,
1: yeah. Jane, Zane vicious in the chat says lumpy and AEW. I would love to have lumpy McGoo and AEW. I would, uh, instantly tie him to Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen and uh, I would have that over as the the greatest comedy crew of fucking all time bro uh, in wrestling they would be three stooges without a doubt and so much money would be generated
0: I apologize if there's a dog barking in the
1: back dogs of war perimeter check um but the sex gods are up but at the end they do a dissension story and Sammy storms off and Jericho's like what the fuck so we're right back to where we were after we did the bro hug two weeks ago and it doesn't make any sense. And that's why I'm on the show. I'm like, what is going on? Kind of no business and two predictable matches back to back where, you know, who's going over into this three, really three predictable matches back to back.
0: I I mean, I think there's still, uh, there's a sense they're still reeling from everything that happens. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think this whole show is written on the fly. Um, uh, Don Callis and Takashita are backstage. Renee Paquette says Takashita is the new god of pro wrestling. They will reveal Takashita's next target. Uh, oh, they left out here that uh, this was a strange thing. Callis says he's just like a serial killer, he yeah. always returns to the scene of the crime. I go, Is that a real thing? Serial killers always have to turn to the scene of the crime. I, I don't think Dahmer and those guys were all the time, but uh some strange verbiage here like how is anybody supposed to unless you are uh, (laughs) a serial killer out there they're speaking to me Uh, (laughs) this shows for me (laughs) that coveted serial killer audience uh which maybe some of their audience is borderline uh serial killers
0: um yeah i don't know what that line's about that was very strange uh serial killer or killers are known at times to you know Roll by the scene afterwards or come to a funeral of somebody. I think that, that's
1: right. just a trope of all all crime. All the, the, like, yeah, yeah, crime. yeah.
0: Right. So I, you know, I liked I liked what they did with the focusing on Kenny's. That was good managership. Last well, wh- last week or the week before focusing on Kenny's injuries. I thought that was good, but now it's just taking a uh, Don Callis is uh he's a big personality who uh definitely incites emotion for shoot and uh, you know on screen so um, I don't think I think he's he's doing pretty good with uh, uh, Takeshka but
1: that was yeah. very weird that was off putting it, it, it was, was weird and on, on uh, the show again
0: where we're going to hear uh, MJF tells Samojo I'm going to kill you yeah. and then also hear uh, Swerve say I don't have any feeling towards human beings so yeah. now we so we are going
1: for the serial. Yeah, porn. we are going for straight <laughs> murder. And and is this is this con like free free flow writing all of his uh, emotions for Punk out uh, on paper? <laughs> <in there>. Right. <laughs> <There's> um, <Laya. laughs> he assures whoever wins a tournament that uh, they're not on the level of the devil. Uh, and then Joe comes out. They do kind of let's play wrestler promo back and forth where it's a lot of wrestling tropes and nothing really like strong style, like throwing quarters in his face and doing anything like that. And, and MJF goes and cuts the promo that he cut before and even recaps that he's doing a recap about William Regal, uh, you know, dissing him at 19. He was that over, except he was too young kid. Um, Which we saw that whole storyline. And is this just, to get the shit in on the punk stuff where that part of the story dropped that he wouldn't shake William Regal's hand because he said William Regal was a triple H stooge the first week that he got there.
0: Yeah. I, I <clears throat> Baby face MJF is so weird to me. It's a lot of saying. It's hey, not right.
1: It's not right.
0: It's not right. I'm waiting for the knife. It, it,
1: the, yeah. It, like that, the knife and the mask on the devil should have happened in act three of their match. At Wembley, instead, it didn't at all. Adam Cole worked heel and is taking his good old buddy Adam Cole is giving his best friend brain busters on the goddamn fucking steps. Oh, I love you too, pal. Thanks a lot.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's that that part is very absurd and um, it's idiotic. Agenting another angle about friendship and uh, I think you know, like Joe. I really like Joe, man. He Here's a here's a guy who, in the beginning part of the promo in the band, he makes the juvenile band the banner seem very juvenile, right? He's yeah. like he makes it seem like oh, you-
1: he takes on, the man. piss out of it. Yeah, he I takes know, the yeah, piss like- out
0: it's like it's like you know yeah your teenage I have a teenage nephew who will try to talk shit to me and he don't got the goods yet. You yeah, know all you I gotta mean? do is let like him bad. go
1: and then go. That was a cute temper tantrum. Here's what's right. really gonna fucking happen.
0: Right. So it reminded me of that, but um, I don't think this canon of MJF's WWE boohooing is not what it's silly to people in the business because acting like these situations of agents and people in power blowing you off is unique. Like this is just what happens like that. Baby
1: faces shouldn't be complaining,
0: complaining about it. You're 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 bitching and moaning and it's. It really doesn't speak, and and if he's not a heel, it doesn't, it doesn't
1: work. Uh, if he's gonna I be healed. a smart, cute baby face, just like, hey, and my boy Regal, I've been texting him every month. He's back over there for the bidding war of twenty twenty four. Get the shots in, but do it the right fucking way, That's man. Right. That you're getting yeah. yourself over, and you're shitting on them how you want to. He's really not stumping for you, you know.
0: I I would have gone with I liked. Uh, I like the line and the heat. Like you did what you did. Like they're making a big deal of him pushing MJF and in, in some clip where he's walking to the ring. Samoa Joe, that is. Uh, and, and he said, you did it because you could. I like that. I like that as, as a, what you did. You used to do things to me uh, because you could um, just like, you know, you thought you could get away with it. Just like you thought, you know, you could get away with bumping me at the entrance and all out. Just like you thought you could get away with coming out here. Well he thinks he's a bitch. He
1: thinks he's a bitch.
0: And 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 I'm a grown ass man now. And that's when he said he was gonna kill him. But I think Joe missed an opportunity here. Joe was looking good, and then he called him a bitch. Said, hey kid, I man, here's the promo. It's real simple. It's like um uh when he said I didn't think you were a kid, I you were a bitch. I think you know it should have been, you know, I didn't think you were a kid. I didn't think you're a man. I didn't think you're a jabroni or generational talent. I didn't think of you.
1: Didn't yeah. You. Yeah. You know,
0: like that's the fucking line.
1: I like that. I like do you get, and go that same route and be like, all I was thinking about is that that's and point to the fucking belt and put the belt over.
0: What? I don't still I still don't think of you. Yeah, I
1: think, I think about that. that. Yeah, you know.
0: And, and then if-, if he wanted to on the on the back end when he was leaving, he's called him a bit. If that's you what you're gonna do. It there, but like that was a missed opportunity. Joe shouldn't
1: have gone there. I don't no. think. I think and, was- and uh he, he lets him go by to get out of the ring, gets one leg through, g- kicks the rope and nuts him. Uh, a guy who's been healed forever should know that that's fucking Her coming. Death. Yeah, like that was dumb, and then beats the shit out of him in the corner, goes to give him a muscle buster. Uh and uh Adam Cole arrives for the save. Um, and MJF. Huge cell crying like the cells on like half believable like not like done.
0: It was very but like,
1: like a, a little kid like an eight year old who's hurt.
0: Yeah, soft like not not sucking it up like. Not, yes, you have the it, guys are watching that going. Oh man, if I got hurt, I wouldn't. I don't cry like that.
1: Cry, yeah. That okay. reminds me of you know, and this is maybe amateur hour on the cell, and I think he's better than this. But I remember when Atlas DeBone first did uh some segment. I think I can't remember who got heat on him. Uh it might have been um Mike Kroll. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, was
0: a, it was a triple threat. It was Atlas the Bone versus Matt Seidel versus Mike Cruel.
1: And then they fucked his leg up LBWT. afterwards. And and uh Atlas is supposed to be like selling it, and he was doing that cry and doing way too much. And Al was like, like pro Matthews, like that is, is that how you would really sell on the football field? You've you seen guys snap their legs, they scream and ride back and forth in pain. And I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you
0: want to do, right? That's yeah, you yeah. want to do, but as a man, you don't. Yeah. You know, I've no. taken from somebody who's broken their neck and taken a six-hour car ride right after and walked around four months with it undiagnosed. You want to go? Oh oh God! And I did, in private. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but it's
1: just overacting on TV when you want something real, you know. That's and then and then to make it even more not real, while he's walking down, out comes Roderick Strong with the crew for his match to walk by him. I'm like, dude, let that settle of him walking out, and and then we folks, we got to go to commercial. We'll have an update on him, Jeff, when we get back. I hope he's all right, Taz. Yeah, I don't know. That looked bad to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, stick with it, something real. Instead, nope, nobody gives a fuck about the champ with the broken neck. March his ass down there, the guy who really hates him in the feud. Way too on the nose, bro. Way too on the nose. And then Joe comes back out after all the violence that you think he's going to get one line over. How do you think Tell is going to beat Show? You just did all the tell that you could do. Then you did the show and beaten them down. Now we're showing how bad he is walking out there. No line that you can come out and say is going to fucking do anything to raise that segment up, bro. Yeah. Bad stuff.
0: Yeah. It was, it was, it, 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 there was an opportunity where it seemed to, I I don't know. It was, you're right. When there's that many mistakes, it's all over
1: the place. There's yeah, a, it's it's all over. And which leads me to believe what is going on. It's all the backstage shit. Well, uh, then we get Roderick Strong versus uh, Trent Barretta.
0: I did like no music on the way
1: out in the entrance. Yeah. I thought
0: that was cool. That was the That was, yeah. that was, that gave me, okay. All right. You know, it made it seem like maybe Roddy and, and to, to argue, to counterpoint play devil's advocate, it did. There was maybe a sense that Ronnie went into business for himself with no music and came out there. You could kind of write it off there, but anyway.
1: Uh, I was thoroughly disgusted uh, at the point when I saw a fucking power bomb off the steps onto the apron, bro, onto his fucking spine. And I'm going, that's it. Like the ref's not even counting. Uh, Nothing to be checked after. And we're doing these types of spots after we just did a fake broken possible neck with MJF. Right. And now and then this guy's back in the ring up running the ropes, not even six seconds later after taking the sickest bump that meant absolutely nothing that they're doing power bombs, not even onto the edge of the like, you know, they're doing it literally on the 90 degree corner off the steps. Now, Uh, I don't remember. Maybe I missed that day in training that rip covered uh, power bombs off the steps out of the apron. I'm glad I did.
0: Yeah, I don't think that was. Uh, no. I don't think that's something you train for, and I think that's a, uh, you know, these guys. You're getting into your. They're into their thirties and, and and almost forties. You can't. You got to. I don't know what you're thinking there.
1: Uh, again, for a, for a no business throwaway match for, on dynamite, mm-hmm. bro.
0: And and I think there was you know there was also Trent hit a pile driver on Roddy for a two count.
1: Yes, this is that, for that the this mind. is in the tournament, so there is a fucking thing. But again, another tournament. You know what I mean?
0: Right. But that blew my mind. So either we're telling it's Roddy, either Roddy's, uh, you know, and then he put the neck brace on right, right, right after. After. Um, so are we telling people that he's bullshitting? He's cowboy Bob? Bobbled- exactly,
1: because he's been doing a good job with the thing on, and now he's gonna go wrestle like a fucking all star instead of going. Shit, I want to be in this tournament. I'm going to go wrestling, but I got to do it with this neck brace on, to protect my neck. You know, and using it to, to and cut corners and shit. Yeah,
0: and figure it out. he has his, he has his heaters there.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, back him uh, up, instead, back him up.
0: Instead, he's having these these intricate uh, matches. And I again, I do I, I like Roddy. I like his matches, but now's not the time to be busting out all those backbreakers. And I, you know, and like the stuff from the top with the. Oh, the fire, fighting on the top of the fireman's carry into the hurricane. There's too much cooperation. I too hope. much. Not yeah. struggle.
1: Yep. Yep. I agree. But- uh, all that shit is the ROH bullshit that I really can never get into the product or these guys wrestling because of that. This overbooked, over fucking, look at how many ways I can combine three moves into one. And that move really doesn't hit as good as any of the three individual moves that you stole it from. Like, there's, there's a whole group of wrestlers like that that fucking uh, have bastardized psychology. And even if you're working the neck brace gimmick, didn't work it the right way to go back to it afterwards.
0: There's no... Uh, there's no... <clears throat> there's no... It's, it's too much. And the, the, it's way too much. And if you do everything, nothing means anything. And there's a reason that this has ring of honor grew to a a certain point and stopped yeah and never got bigger and then went away because you're putting matches and 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 wrestling ahead of emotion and uh and you know angles so yeah
1: and guys are taking insane bumps that are fucking life-ending
0: not to mention that part
1: yeah uh end of heartache uh is hit by strong a running kick and then end a heartache gets the win, puts the neck brace back on and i just was like jesus christ but that's uh, how you did
0: that when you were talking earlier about not picking guys up that's what roddy hit that fucking hit uh well, what did he hit maybe it was a roaring elbow of sorts i don't know uh, oh knee strike roddy hit yeah. the knee strike trent sells out of still standing right and uh, the end the, of the campaign. yes so, so that's that how you that, yourself and I was critical of
1: uh of uh, la night with Miz because he fucking drops a big elbow on Miz. Miz is on his back, stands straight up so he can take the skull, the the, the BTF or whatever from him. Mm-hmm. It's the other way around. Rock him, spin him, hit him with that, then drop the elbow pin. One, two, it's three. the same moves, you're just not doing them in there you got him on the ground. Why do you want to hit him? And if, if you're on the ground hurting and your back hurts and somebody hits you in the stomach, you're going to roll to your side. You're not going to stand straight the fuck up just to take a face bump. It makes no sense. So whoever's agenting these things or a guy like the Miz, I think knows a lot better than that, and he's letting them do that to show that, see, this guy doesn't know what he's really doing. Sure, hit me with an elbow. I'll stand straight up, dude. Nah, why not? Sounds good I to me. That-
0: it's an Al Snow thing, right? The yeah, the, if they're on the mat and it makes so much sense. Go for the cover. Why wouldn't yeah.
1: why uh, why pick a 220 pound guy up to fucking knock him back down to the him? He's already there.
0: That was day one in Al's yeah. under Al's
1: tree. Yeah. Stupid fucks. Uh Tony Storms then uh backstage with Renee Paquette. I uh, I like this. This yeah. silver screen reinvention that she's trying to do of herself. Uh, very, Perfect. very good. Uh, I hope she goes full fucking um, uh, what's what's her name from Wizard of Oz uh, Judy Shirley Garland. Garland like yeah. drunk on martinis with it like I hope yeah. it gets to that point, bro. Um, totally, Tony Storm
0: <laughs> the, as a golden age Hollywood diva debutante. I like uh, it, strung out on halcyon and and Valium. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? It's 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 good. It's like it, it, you know from from the levels of being completely dejected to trying to get her shit together. You know what I mean? And buttoning yeah. it up, but still like one hair. It's, it's, there's, you know, there's, there's And, that, and the she does have a game.
1: catchphrase that, and it's going to get over. Chin up, tits out, and watch for the shoe. And then walks off and a shoe gets thrown into the scene, bro. Awesome. That alone, a shoe getting thrown into the scene, it will now be operant conditioning uh, yeah. and, and all you all you have to do if you wanted to play this game out is have a shoe get thrown in the scene while Renee's doing something else. And Renee just goes and gets her tits out and her chin up, (laughs) you know, we can condition the audience that much to it, bro.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. That, that smart stuff. Uh, and you love to see it and it really, as opposed to being like being on a show where it's like, that's, Oh, that's good. And that blends in. It's, uh, it stands out because there's not a lot of anybody doing these things.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I get it. She's yeah. right. Uh, Elizabeth here, our, our uh, secretary Stone in charge Crawford. of bell counting. Yeah. She likes the mommy dearest. Look, I do too. No more wire hangers ever. That could be a good scene to reenact as well. There's a lot there uh, of yeah. what they want to do of uh Tony storm's etiquette class books on the head tits out. She's got the little thing and, uh, taking sky blue and uh, get, make sure your tits are up where they need yes. to be. <laughs> yes. You know, great, all yeah. that stuff, bro. Um, and, and, and you I don't need love- to have
0: a women's match. It's a segment.
1: And I would love to see it when she gets ready to do her thing. And it's very film noir, black and white. And the only thing that's colorized is bright red lipstick on her. And she's got the fucking cigarette with the long gimmick. I mean, these are just a couple ideas that come off the top of my head, but uh, whatever the fuck. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> Adam Page comes out in very tight pants to talk about his future. Uh, he says some stuff about uh, all the kids in Chicago and the Chicago Education Fund and shouting out teachers for back to school so i'll put that over man that's always a good thing in my opinion that they're underfunded and underappreciated uh however page wants you to look forward to the rest of 2023 and then he gets interrupted by prince nana and swerve prince nana comes out and does the shuck and jive uh hey uh, watch me dance you know i guess thing um, and then Swerve comes to the ring. He goes, Being in a coffin for two weeks really gives you perspective. <laughs> I go, This motherfucker, at least he's selling ridiculous shit. Of going, Oh, I haven't been out. Last time they saw me it was two weeks ago when I was in a coffin. So, what do you want me to do? I guess so I was they- in there the whole time.
0: Right. They shipped him back from London. Right. Some- uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I-, I don't, know you know, it's one of those things. Hangman Page is on his way out. Tony Schiavone. Uh, Hangman Page. You know, we're just coming off you doing something, you're not doing anything now. Um, so why don't you say nothing uh in a way that makes it sound like you're saying something and we'll wait for the guy to come out and interrupt right. you and that'll be your next feud. What do you say?
1: What if Swerve was bitten over there and became an actual vampire and just hangs out in the coffin now? That'd be about the only way we could quantify that he'd be in a coffin for 2 weeks. I don't
0: think Swerve's a good fit with Swerve either. I think Swerve's a guy.
1: I think he, he could pull the blackula. He could pull the blackula off. I think he could fucking get you it. You
0: think in. he can? Okay. I, I mean,
1: it's I think, ha- Halloween's coming, bro. Let's build him in a six-week blackula fucking thing.
0: <laughs> I think. Uh, I think it's. It, it, Swerve's a guy that's um, shown he's. He's. Uh, I, I mean, look, he had a match with Billy Gunn where he had a lot to learn. I think and slowing yeah. down and stuff. But the guys. Yeah he's he's put on some size he's uh there's something there's something there there really is and he's very talented so um it was a long it took him him
1: a couple lines it took him a couple lines to get started but once he got into the promo he was comfortable it just took us a little bit to get comfortable and out of the gate yeah
0: we could cut we could we could tighten it up a little bit but um i do like the line of i'm coming for that spot that you act like you don't even want Right, that's good. That's that's calling out the real, right? And and uh and I hope he takes it. Yeah, I,
1: I don't like when a guy wants heat and gets in somebody's face and goes, I want they want to see that cowboy shit. Like he's trying to hype him up that way, bro. Like, you want to cut throats and take spots, bro. And if you say you don't give a shit about kids who aren't gonna fucking get over anyway in their life and are gonna die on the south side and gunfire, fuck them. Like, don't come back and go. I want to see that cowboy shit. Like you're trying to hype him up. You can't go from one extreme to the other in the same promo. That's where I had an issue with that coaching wise, you know, Uh, his delivery and his, and his confidence is great. It's just the content that he's being given is tough to turn into chicken salad. I think
0: he looks different. He looks, he looks like a star. Uh, I think we, again, it's one of those things that could definitely, uh, I mean, we're at, swerve is at a you know a four and he could be bumped up oh a, yeah a especially with his higher.
1: connections his, right. we're not you we're not flexing those hip-hop connections nearly what we should and well, I mean,
0: we did get rick what, ross one of the greatest moments
1: in I, yeah mind. yeah he's
0: yeah. A, big mother. You're a big motherfucker.
1: you a big motherfucker yeah uh-huh But where's more of that shit, man? Like, how about the little hottie that was with uh, the TMZ thing who caught the awesome rap shit? Why are you not putting her with him and getting in on this sexy red shit and the new little Kim Poundtown shit and have a hip-hop stable of people who can really do some stuff, man? Yeah. Like, there's a lot there. And doing black guy fucking versus uh, school teacher cowboy, the money ain't there. You know, no. that, that's not where it is.
0: No, I mean, and he, he here's he is he's so he connected. He came. I remember he came through on that one pre-tape. It's like, oh, by the way, here's the director of Black Panther, which yeah. is one of the biggest. Marbles. I think he <inaudible> knows Migos
1: time. too. I think he knows Migos. And um, who was the other who was the other fucking rapper that was there? Uh god damn it. I just saw him on that oh, one. I know know about, was, uh uh guys, Kevin, uh, uh
0: yeah, Kevin Gates,
1: Kevin Gates. Yeah. Right. Like this is the type of shit he should be. I I put this over. If you got those to mail in, bring these guys in 50 K a verse, do do the fucking cypher in black and white and get yourself over alongside all these guys, bro. They're all hip hop marks. So's Drake. How many dudes can you get? And then go in on the acclaimed and, and make this a real fucking five mics battle. You know what I mean? The versus battle is what it was about. For how long now? Like we're yeah. missing out on it.
0: Yeah. I got two phones. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, and then we got uh another. So Strickland uh is getting heat, but then in comes Brian Cage and drills Adam Page from behind again, Mogul Embassy. <laughs> it's 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 weird. Uh, I missed that part. Yeah, he, he just fucking. Oh, yeah, yeah. well. Yeah. I saw, I saw, I saw. Dr- yeah. He gave him the drill claw where he almost broke his neck, too, where it's like, holy fuck. Yeah. Um, then we get Nick Wayne versus Darby Allen in a, a match that kind of restarts four times, and one part of it where he was on the cell, but I, I think it's a complete shoot where it is that Darby's back is completely fucked. Uh, from these bumps and years of skateboarding he's taken. He does a dive where uh, Nick Wayne sidesteps, and he goes head, shoulder, and then lower spine into the fucking barricade at 90 miles an hour. They check on him, almost throw up the X, and he gets back in the ring and selling, and it looks like his legs aren't working, like he has a spinal uh, stinger of stinger. some type, and it's shutting down the nerves in his leg. But he's he continues like a pro, how, because there's nine minutes left to go. But again, we go back and forth after a bunch of get your shit and stuff to let's shake hands and throw punches in each other's face. And then the, even the announcers go, well, I guess we're back to where we started because they're <laughs> so everything they did, all those bumps meant nothing. And, that's young kids wanting to perform and not realize what the story of what they should be telling or who they should be working against. This should be both of these guys not fighting each other in a baby face match. This should be a R Fox and swerve versus them in the main event. If we would have done business the right way since the inception of that feud. So this is very strange and none of it really comes together because of, holy shit, are we just about to see Darby Allen be paralyzed for life in this match? And it's supposed right. to be ba- supposed to be baby face, baby face, and we're doing paralysis spots? Okay.
0: Yeah, and we're supposed to be friends. Again, the friendship thing. You know, yeah. it's – it's. and here's the other thing. Assuming, you know, with the, the news about CM Punk that came out, uh, some people may have tuned in to see what was going to happen. How, sure. what
1: you know I and th- you put, I, do you think numbers will be up? I think they're gonna be down They've collision. They, they
0: you know, I I don't know. I, I think yeah I think it'll be down. I, I just thought maybe some morbid curiosity but when you put on your main event and I'm not this is an uh slight like there they you know Nick Wayne's young and he's he's skinny so it's like you're putting these guys in your main event um that look like
1: I, it kills me because I watched a little bit on Sunday on the second screen. Buried in the middle is Miro and Hobbs. Bro, they locked up. It was. I was just teaching my students this because they're like, left foot. Right foot. I go, we got to start getting more fluid and make this look like a true struggle. That lockup those guys threw was awesome on yeah. there, and I ran it back on them. I actually showed them Chad Collier versus Loki as well. There was a mm. good lockup spot that right. I saw um but uh like the real struggle yes and, and those guys look like two fucking water buffalo smashing and now here's guys that look like they're made out of twizzlers and pixie dust you know what i mean like why
0: isn't that your main
1: right i, I don't understand why why we're putting guys out there that look like that our school that look like he is a high school kid bro you know he is a high
0: school kid yeah i mean darby look darby's shown he, he's You know he's got he's worth his sand with big guys and sure real real he's got uh,
1: sting to rub
0: yeah but but this I don't know I don't I don't think this was the move on a in a post a a post punk AEW's first dynamite main eventing Nick Wayne and and Darby (laughs) Allen it's nothing against this
1: is this a rewrite because the Bucks were supposed to main event against FTR in a rematch or something. But because of everything that went down, all those plans are out the fucking window because they don't want to march the Bucks out there to get heat in Indiana. And da, da, da. like all these little choices could, could play in to rewrite and put this in the main event because they're running a shop. That's not, you know, <laughs> uh, without drama right now.
0: Never before has there been more money. Like this is it. it if this doesn't pan out like i mean it's what no no nobody with money's ever gonna put it into wrestling again
1: no well how about the fact that we got miro and up and and out comes lana where's, where's that, that follow-up tight
0: where's that i guess we're saving it for collision i yeah. get i get that maybe they want to keep that show different uh i don't know man it's it's a big mess and i i, I definitely don't have the answers i just <laughs> I, except uh you know
1: i think yeah, i'm gonna i think i'm gonna write buddy an email this week and just be like hey man here's a couple free joints if you want to fucking uh hit me up I, i'll i be happy to be a sounding board or whatever you need to to pr- punch some shit up while you get your shit together bro i know <laughs> it's been a traumatizing uh month or so you know yeah uh, uh, as as burnout as I am. And like, that's the thing. It's, it'd be easy just to like go at TK for, you know, a wide variety of promo reasons sure. or not protect themselves. But I think how burnout I am with HMG cannabis and wrestling and teaching at the same time. Mm. And I keep my shit as drama free as possible to put on a show for 80,000 football seasons kicking off. Plus you got to write three fucking shows, bro people have no idea the amount of stress that that would be and and just be able to bug out billionaire or not dude just right complete exhaustion
0: right i mean you got those i don't know you know who knows how that's delegated if at all if at all with uh yeah who he's yeah. brought on the will washington guy i don't know what you know who knows who knows i can't yeah. you know that yeah. that saying of like well who's he well, who the fuck? I really? haven't, I haven't
1: seen. <laughs> hey, I mean, who's here? What have you? I, I, we don't know what his actual gig is, but I haven't seen any change in an uptick of anything where I'm like, oh, that's different. They must be. He must be champion And that. Things, in my perspective, seem to be lackluster in promotions and marketing and partnerships and getting over to mainstream. There's hundreds of millions of dollars that is not even being mind really you know what i mean in in those types of deals
0: do is a situation where does does he actually want people that are going to challenge him and be honest uh or does he want yes man and and maybe he does want people that are going to be honest and and challenge him but still yes men will be produced because people want to keep their jobs
1: i think we went from the era of i want to be one of the boys and hug everybody for daddy issues (laughs) to the point of like now i got a big dose of what wrestling's really all about and how hard they Mm -hmm. how hard they will fuck you and now i need to be about me and and dollars and and really what he needed and where it is now, the bitterness has been injected into him. Like all the sunshine and rainbows of you want to be in the wrestling bids kids, and there's all your fucking heroes around you. Yeah. The, the, they're your heroes because they portrayed that on TV. That's not who they are in real life.
0: That's what, you know it's funny you say that. I was discussing this with uh, with somebody, at MCW. The you know if he breaks bad, it's gonna he's gonna become a tyrant and and maybe and you know again
1: i think the best thing to do is 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 to be an owner and step back from all the things where people can politic to you for creative reasons because that's the power of what they have of like if i can get this over with them and we're buddies and we go drink white claws and fucking you know light blunts out back then fucking that's what's i'm gonna be over well I can get you all the blunts you fucking want to get, buddy. You go take some time off and get, get yeah. your stuff together. You know what I mean? Especially like, uh, little head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got to be, easy. I'm done. I'm at my wits end with what I got going on. I try and put myself in those shoes from a guy who wasn't trained to do that, who, you know, like, poof, the anxiety levels got to be through the roof, bro. And what's his answer of his generation? Pharmacology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so uh,
0: yeah. you know, it, it'll get you. Uh, yeah, and, and that, and that always—you never can keep going. There's always a price to pay, and you will burn out from mm. that. And that's why I wonder about the Brian Danielson thing. Like, was that a sign, or a, was that purposely stated? Why because- are they
1: letting that guy do that fucking type of shit, man? Like the the his head's getting smashed in, all that. I, I get that he wants to show because- that. Yeah, a locker room leader i'll go out there and do it you guys you know
0: because they they haven't dealt i mean he had, but like you got to save the talent from themselves sometimes
1: sure. i don't he,
0: he him as a promoter and, and being in the business he hasn't i i don't i don't know how much uh of that injury because like that it can happen in a split second but it's also about over time these guys are, are yeah, going to be yeah accumulative so i don't know how how much experience he has with that and it I, I think there's a sense of
1: like, these guys are invisible. Yeah. No. Darby Allen won. Invincible. Uh, Invincible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, invisible. That scene is invisible. Uh, so, uh, but y'all, yeah, well, man, we were here for two hours. Went by super fast and we're 55 strong. You guys here in the live chat. Can't say thank you enough for the super stickers, bit cheers. And everybody who's subscribing over at ChannelAttitude.com. Uh, Very cool. You guys to have uh, all the live watch along crew and, and many more. Hopefully, uh, Helping to escape your day at work or whatever you got going on. Listen, let's talk about wrestling from the inside out, man. And uh, I hope they can get on track. I don't know what's going to happen with collision. You figure Raw's about to take a major beating with Monday Night Football. Uh, I think everybody Mm -hmm. is not strategizing to get maximum potential out of the assets and value that they already have with shows and where the time slots are or the crossover um everybody just keeps thinking that they're over inside the bubble and we're leaving hundreds of millions of dollars on the table
0: nobody's forging. or getting ready for the long winter huh no
1: it's- but they got 9.3 billion dollars and seven billion so what the fuck do they care right like right and there's a lot of these workers who are inside the bubble who should be thinking about this could end for me tomorrow what am i doing to get myself and my mm. own brand over so when wrestling is done. I can then move into that, into my DDP yoga, into whatever's going to get pitched on Shark Tank by Dan Housen for comic books, whatever it is, you know, you need to use that as the vehicle to not just be a part. I'm happy I got a contract and on the roster. Congratulations. There's a lot bigger (laughs) things at stake that you should be pioneering on your own and then give Tony 10% and make him think it's his idea the whole fucking time. And now you don't got to worry about taking bumps. You're out there uh you know on the red carpet becoming a mainstream personality for Sven Svengooley or whatever it is, right?
0: (laughs) I think that's uh I think that's the way to go, man. All the smart ones have. So
1: yeah, and I stayed heel like a terrorist. What are you gonna do? But uh y'all man, it's the terror of the airwaves back here with us, Timmy Baltimore, buddy. Uh appreciate you jumping in here. What a great show today. I'm sure everybody will have Great feedback they did on the Monday locker room and uh, as well as Master Shoot Theater cover and a lot of his punk stuff with Russo. Anything you got going on this week, pal?
0: Um, so Saturday, September the 16th, MCW. Uh, it's called Bruiser Strong. It's a um, yearly event. Uh, it's basically the, the, the big uh, attraction is it's an 11-man kind of gauntlet to uh, honor the 11 times rj the bruiser meyer was mcw heavyweight champion um and they all like a gauntlet style match for the heavyweight title it's pretty pretty cool concept very different um so we got that coming up in Joppa, maryland um that is again a week from saturday and then um september 22nd friday mcw ladies night two at the fifth company brewing fifth company brewing in um that is perryville maryland and uh frederick maryland we'll have mcw on saturday september the 23rd i believe enzo is going to be there um nice yeah so uh if you're around also you can check us out on the Premier wrestling network that new one with rocky style zones uh, uh
1: josh mm. josh <laughs> uh sure oh, um, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. On it. awesome <laughs> whoops <laughs> well, I've been on premiere TV too. Uh, big shout out uh, to those guys. Uh, I'll be yeah, on the 16th guy. as well. On the 16th as well, I'm in Westmoreland in a Four Corners tag match with my man Blaze Haram, the Sons of Allah, defending our tag team titles against uh, six other infidel morons. So we'll be celebrating 9 11 and bringing that uh, victory home once again. Uh, you know, at uh, Mortal Triple X, Eddie Edwards going to be in the house. Uh, Jora Joel from AEW as well. So uh, we'll be beating down anybody who gets in our way. Uh, The 12th, I'll be in Albany at the Cannabis Management Open Meeting, which should be the hottest ticket in town with 450 very pissed off cardholders all ready to – get their uh you know mic time in on the entire cannabis management board so that'll be an interesting day and the 15th uh in court in kingston in supreme court there to see what our collective futures hold so very interesting days and weeks ahead uh but y'all uh, man it was a great time today back in the studio with who you know timmy baltimore check him out mcw everything they got going on out there you guys as we light the fuse y'all uh, don't be a stupid bitch